News of the Times. History News Short. From Lloyd's Weekly Newspaper, November 1900. The Strangulation of the Mystery Woman at Yarmouth Beach. It was on Sunday morning, September 23, that a man strolling along Yarmouth Beach in search of shells came upon the dead body of a young and pretty woman. It lay below the barrack drive, a favourite walk along the front for cooing couples. Very little investigation showed that death was not a result of suicide. The body had not been in the sea. In and around about there were evident signs of a struggle, and tightly fastened around the woman's neck was a mohair shoelace doubly fastened with a sailor's knot. It was soon decided that she had been taken to that lovely spot and strangled. All that was substantially found out about her was not much, except that she was a visitor, and a few details of her movements and statements during her short stay comprised all that could be gleaned. She was a woman who dressed in summer clothing and carrying a little girl of two years old, had only a week before taken a room at the house of Mrs. Woodrum and paid ten shillings in advance for it. A railway return ticket subsequently found showed that she had travelled from Liverpool Street first class, but the only luggage she had had was a parcel wrapped in paper with a change of linen. The Dead Woman's History Mr. William Clark Butcher of Northfleet called at Woolwich Police Station. His son said was that morning reading from a daily paper the account of the arrest of Bennett. It occurred to him that the murdered woman may be his daughter. He produced a photograph of his daughter and the man she married four years ago. He stated that his daughter married Herbert John Bennett four years ago. He stated that his daughter married Bennett and the police recognised the portrait as the man in custody. The photograph was without a moustache, the accused having grown one since. When it became evident that the murdered woman was really his daughter, Mr. Clark burst into uncontrollable grief and, on partially recovering, was sent with Detective Sergeant Holford to Scotland Yard to see Chief Inspector Leach. Mr. Clark described his daughter, whom at the time of her death was only 23, as being of a very loving nature. She was a teacher of music when she met Bennett, who came to her for lessons. An attachment sprang up between them, and they became secretly engaged to each other. Bennett was at that time a grocer's assistant in the Northfleet Cooperative Store. The engagement between the murdered girl and Bennett had gone on for twelve months before the grandmother was made aware of it when the girl had to confess that she was in trouble. The grandmother, greatly distressed, urged Bennett to marry the girl. This, at least, he consented to do, and in order to avoid publicity, they were privately married at the registrar's office in Leighton. Bennett and his wife 
moved to Battersea, where he opened a small shop for coal, green grocery, sweets and other articles. He had with him at the time his wife's brother, a boy of about 12 years of age, to carry out goods. This boy, William Clark, alleges that Bennett and his wife lived a most unhappy life and he often found his sister crying and very unhappy at the way in which her husband treated her. Bennett always carried a revolver and on one occasion pointed it as if in play at his wife's face, pulling the trigger and snapping it. Mrs. Bennett was very much frightened, and so was her brother, as he knew one barrel was loaded. Bennett's Sweetheart More dramatic still was the discovery of another link of evidence. A young girl called at Woolwich Police Station to ask if she could see Bennett. She was his sweetheart, she said. She gave her name as Miss Alice Meadows. It was in June that Alice got to know Bennett. She met him first at his lodgings, and the acquaintance was formed through some friend of a fellow servant of Meadows, who lived at the lodgings in Union Street. The acquaintance ripened, and at last the two became formally engaged. He gave her an engagement ring of diamonds and rubies, and took her away for a holiday in August. The two went to Yarmouth, at the beginning of that month. It was arranged that the marriage was to take place in June of next year. But after September, when the murder took place, Bennett began to be very urgent. And ultimately the bands were arranged to put up at church the next Sunday, and a house for their pair had been taken at Charlton. On Tuesday, the police went to Woolwich, and arrested the young man named Herbert John Bennett. Although only a labourer at the arsenal, he, in his hours of leisure, sported a frock coat and a silk hat. He was identified as the husband of the dead woman and then owned to it. When the Chief Inspector Leach and Inspector Gummer of Scotland Yard formally charged him with murder, he gave an emphatic denial. Herbert John Bennett apprehended. Herbert John Bennett, described as 21, was duly charged with the murder of his wife at Yarmouth in September last by strangling her on Yarmouth Beach. The chief constable began his testimony by stating that when he arrested Bennett, Bennett said, what does it all mean? He was then told he would be charged with the murder of the woman found strangled on the beach at Yarmouth. To this, Bennett replied, I don't know what you mean. I've never been to Yarmouth. The chief constable then went to the accused Bennett's lodgings, where he found a watch and a chain. The watch was silver, and the chain was composed of gold and imitation pearl. These have since then, said the constable, been seen by the Woodrums, at whose house the murdered woman lodged and they were at once identified as articles she wore whilst there. From the day the body was found, said the chief constable, till the moment of his arrest, no communication was ever made or inquiry by the prisoner as to his wife, nor 
had he ever sent to the Rudrams since the woman's death to say that she was missing. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I am Robin Coles.